This episode is sponsored by Overcast, a better podcast app than whatever you're using right now. Unless it's Overcast. Get Overcast for free on the App Store. Hey, everyone. I'm Kat. Hey, it's Bill. And this is Unlearn. Welcome back. Hello. Why is it? It is so like, it's like bright in here, but also yeah. <laughs> not at all bright. It's like very dark right above our heads. Yeah. So we're recording from the studio today, which is just like a different environment and vibe than what we're used to. So it's just like. I have free coffee. Yeah. <laughs> I have bricks around me, and wood paneling, yeah. and foam. It's like. <laughs> It's a real studio. Alex Cox made a really beautiful studio. Yep. Um, so t- we're not going to do any segments today. We just want to talk about one thing, and that is white people calling the cops on black people. I'm sure that you've heard countless incidents, whether people are sleeping while black, sitting while black, shopping while black, barbecuing while black. Being black while black. Yes. Walking while black. There have been count ever since the Starbucks incident uh, last month. Endless accounts have been rolling in um, about white people falsely accusing black people of criminality that is non-existent. Basically. Come on, criminality! All right, <laughs> I feel you. So, like one of the more popular stories, kind of running through, is this. Yale student who was sleeping in her was sleep who fell asleep in the student lounge like who hasn't done that if you've gone to like if you've ever lived in a dorm like a dorm a residential university right. yeah you've you've fallen asleep in the lounge while doing your homework and so shit I fell asleep in a student lounge at a university about 15 10 10 years no 10 years after yeah. I first <laughs> entered college uh <laughs> In someone else's college, you know what I mean? Recently is what I'm trying to say. <laughs> like, very recently, I went to sleep in a student lounge. And luckily, you did not get uh, arrested for that. I thought about it. I thought that that might happen because right. this shit is, that shit is real. So real. Yeah, that's so, uh, so continue. I'm sorry. Yeah. <laughs> so, um, so I went called the police on her, was yelling at her, like, get out of here. You can't be sleeping in here. Not like go to your room. She just assumed that this black student couldn't possibly be attending Yale because, you right. know, black people would be stupid, apparently. Um, and so she called the campus police. The campus police came in. They, um, quote, unquote, escorted her to her room to prove her residency. So then she opened the, she opened her room door and then the um, campus police asked to come in and be like, and she's just not really feeling it. But, like, I don't know how unlocking a door isn't enough proof that you, like, reside in that resident hall, in that room. I don't know how, hey, here's my student ID isn't enough to, to prove that you go to the fucking school and you, yeah. can, and you have access to every goddamn student lounge that you want. 
I don't and and also what the fuck? Where is the compassion? Right. Even if she didn't go to this goddamn school, you immediately call the co- she's sleeping. Right. She's not a threat to you. Right. She's asleep. <laughs> Literally no not like impossible to be threatening while sleeping. She's That's asleep. the most vulnerable. She's asleep. What do you need you need to call the cops for? Like you you only want to do that because you're uncomfortable and you want to make her feel uncomfortable in return. Right, right. And that's not okay. There's nothing good about that. Uh, like even there's no even there's no place where you could even be thinking that 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 you were coming from a good place while doing that. Because okay, let's say that she didn't go to this school and she was maybe going to steal something. She hadn't yet. She right. was asleep. Right. So you so why are you calling the cops? Surrounded by books and a laptop that she, you know, she must have stolen those, but whatever. <sighs> um and also the sheer escalation is just like that I was an RA in college. You first contact the RA on that floor. If it needs to be escalated, you can't, you'll get the resident director involved and then the pol- campus police are called. You never like it's never supposed to escalate that quickly. So a lot. So, you know, I was like reading like incident after incident and like watching white women weaponize their tears to police officers in Oakland and just like just so many nonsensical videos. And I'm even just like Airbnb, like this, the group of people who are didn't wave at the white woman while they are checking out of their Airbnb. And mm-hmm. so that elicits someone to call the police. Like that is preposterous to me on so many levels. And before I actually get into the history um, of this, I I want to know, Bill, have you ever had like an incident where someone where like a white woman threatened to call the police on you or a white person threatened to call the police on you simply like you simply for existing? Yes. Like I'm I'm loud and 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 crass and black and I hang out in white spaces. Yes. People have definitely threatened to call the cops on me. People have literally just casually told me that like I'm doing too much and like they could they 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 didn't even threaten it. They were just like you know that that could happen, right? Ha ha ha. And I'm like you are just you, you you know that I'm not going to stop being this person so that you because you said that like you're not going to intimidate me in that way. And yes, I'm going to call attention to the fact that you definitely just fucking use that. You definitely just use that and you cannot now act like you don't know that that's a thing afterwards. Right. So, it's yeah, it's definitely a thing that's happened to me. It's definitely a thing that people who are uh like weak of constitution, like weak of personality, think that that is is always in their back pocket right 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 and and bo- what it boils down to though is that there's a certain class and group of white people who think that and it's especially true in a city like Chicago mm-hmm. not only is it like the, in, inherently any space they inhabit is theirs but if you enter it at all, you must explain. You have to explain why you are there as a black person, even if you're just going to the grocery store. You have to tell them that you're going into the grocery store. There are certain people who will like literally look at you and be like, what are you doing? What are you doing around here? Why are you in this neighborhood? 
what are you doing in the parking lot of this grocery store? <laughs> well, ma'am, I was walking toward the grocery store in the parking lot of the grocery store. Maybe I'm going to get some motherfucking groceries. Right. Why are you doing a right. double take right now? We're in the parking lot of a grocery store. You don't even fucking work here. That's the worst part is it's always people who don't even actually have any authority over the situation. Exactly. And that's why they don't want to they don't want you to ever feel like you could just be an equal in this space. They want you to feel, well, even though they, okay, so they're renting this Airbnb, so they must be upwardly mobile. I can't fucking stand that. (laughs) So I'm going to wave to them and show them, and I see them here, and show them that, hey, boy, I I see you. Hey, hey, you know, like uh, black women in this car, I see you. You better fucking wave back to me because I know you're in this neighborhood, and I could do anything I want if I wanted to. And it's like- it is always, always, always weak people who do that shit. Right. Because Definitely. they need it. So yeah. anyway. Um, the one incident where someone threatened to call the police on me, it was beyond ridiculous. Um, I was standing in Bucktown with like my then fiance, now spouse. Um, just like we were standing waiting for the Milwaukee bus uh, from, from like across the street from Arazu, the Costa Rican mm-hmm. restaurant. Delicious. Yeah. <laughs> um, and it was like nighttime. We were just like talking and face to face. We were just talking face to face, you know, like we do. And so there's a stop sign right there. And these white women pull up and they ask, they ask my spouse, sir, are you okay? Do you need us to call the police? And he like, he just does like a double take and looks at them and it's like, no, go away. Like, Stupid way. So I'm just like, is that did what? Literally, the fuck. Talking. Are you talking to, to me I about think? right now? <laughs> Are you fucking? They were in a car. In a car. I'm not pushing at him. I'm not yelling at him. I'm talking to him. I'm chill as. We're both chill as fuck. Are you even we're having, having a conversation? Like a, are you even having like a bad conversation, or are you just no. talking like two people who are dating are talking on yes. the street? Yes. Wow. Fuck that. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so literally, like my mere existence, like you said, in a neighborhood that is gentrified and belongs to white people now, apparently, um, they just didn't find it suitable that I was there with a white man having a conversation right. waiting they, for they a motherfucking make, bus. They make an assumption about what you're there for. Right. And it's the same reason the motherfuckers follow you in the goddamn store. Right. They assume that you can't be here to buy stuff because how could you be you're black right you don't have money <laughs> what you have resources enough right? to be in this store that i a white person have to be an employee at you're so dramatic how is it possible <laughs> I must follow you. I must make sure you're not stealing. You know what I mean? Like, that's how it is. Yeah. And it's yeah, just I'm being like, dramatic, but like, for real, that's how no. they treat us. Well, it's just like, have we not disenfranchised you so much to where you have the means to shop How here? can you have things? Right. We don't understand. Right. We've tried and failed to stop you from having things. Right. So how can it be possible that you have money to buy things? How can you have things? You must have stolen it. Right. 
Obviously. It's just like it's the same reason that neighborhoods get gentrified. Mm -hmm. White people who are not like poor artists walk into a neighborhood for the first time because they're poor artists who are who happen to be white people friends live in this (laughs) neighborhood with mostly people of color. And they look around in this neighborhood that they thought was, quote unquote, dangerous until their, quote unquote, white friend moved into that neighborhood. And then they look around and go like, wait, there's like parks here. And there's like. (laughs) cool music venues and art galleries i don't understand isn't this a neighborhood for latinx people isn't right. this a neighborhood for how black could people it possibly how be could civilized it? and then they gentrify it because right. they realize that oh they have resources that right. i didn't <laughs> personally give them or my or my white family didn't personally give them it's time to take it that's how they do yeah. it so i i just started thinking and also in the spirit of unlearned we got to do some learning where I learn a little bit about history. Sure. And I, I was just started thinking like all of this just started reminding me of like the Fugitive Slave Act of 1850. Right. And I was just like, I, this, this requires a deep dive. Let's get into the origins of the U.S. police. Okay. <laughs> I just had a conversation with somebody about this the other day. Continue. The, so. A white man. Yeah. Oh, I will. He, he was I'll, nice. Oh, okay. He was hanging out with my trans friend, and mm-hmm. that's how we met each other. So I was like, "All right, can't be the worst." If my if my cool, really fun trans friend yeah. likes you, and you're a white man, all right, maybe <laughs> I'm gonna give you a sh- I'm gonna give you a shot here, homie. Okay, continue. <laughs> so early on, in like the northern and frontier states, so like. Not necessarily like the Wild West, but like apparently once upon a time, St. Louis was like a frontier town. Um, They would have patrols organized to control the indigenous population. Mm. So like this, you know, uh, first things first, you got to keep the white people invading other people's lands. You have to keep them safe. Well, right. Because if you're constantly stealing everybody's shit, those people might go, oh, if we band together, we should yeah. take our shit back from this from this group that's stealing all of our shit. So like the patrols, first, uh, <laughs> the first patrols that, okay, so this is like some of the first shit like happening in the colonies, happening in like new frontier areas all with the extremely racist purpose of controlling indigenous Americans. Later on, well, the first Fugitive Slave Act was passed in, I believe, 1795. And and like Northerners weren't really like going for it for the very first slave act. Um, And they're like, whatever, South, like, fuck off. We don't really care. We're not going to return your slaves. and North and South kind of got into like an argument, whatever. And then later on in a compromise, they passed the Fugitive Slave Act of 1850. This is where like shit really starts to hit the fan where um, simply the title Fugitive Slave as if this person who has been abducted, kidnapped, held against their will escapes to freedom but they are they are criminalized for escaping like just they're not fugitives they are human beings who deserve to be treated like human beings but that alone no they you know, they literally were property at that right time. they yes yes they weren't they literally were not human beings we had to have a whole conversation about how much human being they were after that <laughs> yeah 
so the so that's like one of the first incidents of like the like illegality of blackness right and structurally so like the there are actual laws saying like it's okay this person is black whether they were born free or gained their freedom some other way they're still a nigger they still deserve to be a slave so like there would be many incidents where um black people who have always been free or had freedom papers, they had their freedom papers either denied or destroyed and sent down and sent to the South where they had never worked as slaves, um, only to be like further, like, yes, just like, that's it. I did. There's like nothing else to say about that. Like the people who were free, who were five fifths human were abducted by these slave catchers who, by the way, wore badges. Yeah. My nigga, like that's what the police force is. Right. <laughs> they're slave. They're modern day slave catchers. So just like no, the simple. They, they, no, they, that's what they literally are. Like not modern day slave catchers. <laughs> they lit. That's literally, that's the, that's the whole function of them from the jump. Yeah. That's sad and scary to think about. That's the conversation I was having with this white man in, yeah. the, in the car the other day. I was like, you know, the police officers literally created to catch black people. Right. Yeah. That's literally their inst- the organized police force's inception was to catch black people for nothing. Yeah. <laughs> literally. <laughs> for walking down for the walking street. For walking away. For walking away. Walking away. <laughs> yeah. Anyway. So just like understanding that and pondering that and then even thinking about like okay let's fast forward the civil war happens the north winds cool 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 reconstruction happens and then this kind of quote-unquote disenfranchised southern males and sometimes northern people starting militias and lynch mobs to further keep like, oh, you might be free now, but guess what? At any moment, you you look at me sideways, I can lynch you without consequence. We're yes. going to have a picnic over it. Yes. We're going to like all. And there are and there are hundreds of thousands, if not millions of people who think exactly like that today. Right. right. And they don't want to admit it because they know it's not polite right. anymore. <laughs> polite. But they used to think that that was polite. Right. That was part of Southern Gentry to be able to say like, <laughs> well, nigga, we're going to let you in this town. But you you look at us sideways and you right. know that we are in charge. You, If you so much go outside and sneeze, I'm going to like string you up on a tree. And that's and that's where it comes from. Mm-hmm. And think about think about hundreds of years of that being like the pervasive, the pr- the primary mode of being. Of course, there are still white people today who are like who think that we should thank them for allowing us to walk right. into their store and not get followed around. Right. Or if they wave at us, we should be like, oh, sir, it's so nice to see you. Thanks for having us in your beautiful neighborhood <laughs> that we paid motherfucking money to be in. Right. And oh, by the way, we got the cash. You want to mm-hmm. fucking do this? Let's do it for 10 more weeks. Guess who my grandfather is? Like, what are you fucking thinking? Shut the fuck up. Get out of my face. I don't have to answer to you for my very existence. Right. But they do believe that. That's where it comes from, exactly what you're describing. And so, like, it's just – so the fact that it's been completely legal and very few mur- – like, very few of these murders were ever tried, let alone convicted, it's 
man, and it almost sounds like exactly like what's happening today. It's, it's exactly what's happening today, which is just absolutely ludicrous that within like the last several centuries, we have made no progress. I mean, we've made progress, right? Like now they don't just fucking like get a bunch of people with torches in the street. Now they have to use the cops. Now we yeah. have, but, it, and, and yes, you're right. We haven't made any progress on making people believe that, hey, this is why this is, but we're getting closer to it than we ever have before. Like we can flat out just fucking say that on a podcast and put it out on the internet yeah, and not true. then get murdered because of it. I mean, we could. could. We we still could. I would love to be that popular. I would love for anything <laughs> that I have said on this fucking podcast to get so big that motherfuckers start coming for me. I don't want to speak for you. Don't speak but, for me. <laughs> but, and I don't and I don't want you to ever feel unsafe. But God damn, I would look come for me, motherfucker. I dare you, and that's why they never do. Right? It's because I say shit like that. <laughs> I I would love to get that viral. <laughs> I would only hope that uh, my white spouse does some white man shit he could probably shoot someone and get away with it so fuck all that because i would because i want to have that shit in the public square i want to be like yo you want to talk about this let's go and in front of everybody and i'm not afraid and i will not be made to be afraid so that is why that never happens because they only want to fucking put people down who they know they can make afraid yeah that's solid i respect that but don't speak for me. But yeah, that's, I don't. <laughs> that's rock solid. I don't. I don't speak for I you. But you. I, I wish. And also on a selfish level, yeah, mm-hmm. I wish we went viral and for some for, for some black ass shit we said mm-hmm. on the internet, like I, <laughs> and people were mad about it, even though it was true. That's literally what we've been doing since I got here. Right. <laughs> it's like going, hey, this is just true, and nobody wants to say it. Here we are. We're saying it out loud. The reason why people call the cops on us is because they want. It's a lynch thing. It's. Mm-hmm. Definitely, like, oh, that nigga didn't wave at me. Let's get him. Literally. Let's get him. And then then 18 fucking cops show up. What the fuck is that? It's always an absurd number of police officers to respond to something that's, like, not even a thing. Like, innocuous as fuck. Like, hey, if these people are slowly robbing this house enough that you catch them and you can block off the street, (laughs) then you don't need 18 (laughs) cops because they're either idiots or they don't care or they're not criminals those are the three options so you don't need fucking 18 cops you can get back up if you got if you block the street off like that and you had enough time to do that you don't need that kind of response and there's just like this level and i think like part of it also is to inflict a level of trauma on these people because there was this like one incident where in brooklyn where this like Mom and her 19-year-old daughter, she's a black lawyer living in New York. Right. And they're shopping at a venture sh- uh, store in Williamsburg. And so she tries on some stuff. She doesn't, like, she doesn't want any of it, so she doesn't buy it. It was, like, four items. And she slides it on an ottoman and goes. The woman walks up to her. The store employee walks up to her and says, you, there were five items. I counted them. And she was just like, there honestly weren't five items. There were only four. I And then she's, so she calls the police on them. The police. Jesus fucking Christ. Why? Ch- check my fucking bag, you asshole. Yeah. Oh, it was that simple. And she's just like, you're not going to get away with this. We like have, we have videos. Rec- like, And she's like, yeah, check the video so you can see that I have never stole anything from this store and I have no intention of selling anything from the store. I just want to like leave. The cops come, handcuff her and her daughter. Um, and then search them, find nothing, 
and they remove the handcuffs, but they don't return the woman's ID until late, like late that night to like 11 p.m. that night. So they have to go through all of this bullshit because they were falsely accused of stealing, which there was no evidence of, no like nothing to support the statement of this store clerk. And the owners of the store, instead of apologizing, were just like, well, you know, the employee told me something totally different. And of course she told you. Of course she fucking did. Why wouldn't she? Of course. (laughs) Of course she fucking told you something different. She's a liar. And so (laughs) Obviously. And so like they had to endure this this trauma, stand outside on the street, be handcuffed, be embarrassed, be Be humiliated. Be publicly humiliated on purpose. For literally doing absolutely nothing. And so, and also, no, they the did sheer, something. They shopped while black. They right? walked their asses in this store. I'm yes. white and I have to work here. Yeah. You're not allowed to come in. Yeah. <laughs> How dare they? How fucking dare you, bitch? How dare they? Just like, <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, insane. it is insane. And so, just like, and the way, like, I know that. My uncle is a police officer, was a police officer. He's like 80 now. He's like a old ass man now. But like he's he's always like police are there to de-escalate everything. And he's very blue lives matter as a black man. But I'm not oh, gonna get mind. that. I'm not gonna get into that. I was I was saying good on him for lasting to 80 and retiring from a fucking racist ass institution like the police force. But never mind. He's, he he did it by falling into the sunken place. Yes. So never mind. Yes. <laughs> yes. And thank God he does not listen to this show because I do not need a lecture from him. Oh, anyway. Fuck him. <laughs> never mind. Anyway. Um You're absolutely right. Uh the the notion that that they that woman knew from the beginning that she might have been wrong. Even if she mm-hmm. believed when she first said it. That 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 was that that she saw something that that she needed to stop. Mm-hmm. At some point in that process, she knew she was wrong, right. and she kept going mm-hmm. because she was not going to allow this fucking black woman to see her admit to being wrong. So she's going to take it all the way to the end of the fucking process, right. so that at the end of the process she can disappear, which is exactly what she did behind the cops, mm-hmm. and then whatever happens after that is is out of her hands, right. And that is to inflict that is to inflict trauma so you don't have to apologize for the fucking bullshit you pulled. Exactly. Exactly. Because God forbid you admit that you were wrong, you jumped to a conclusion, you acted inappropriately. So that and you have to apologize to this so to someone who is quote unquote beneath you because of the color of their skin. Exactly. God forbid you have to apologize to a black person for treating them exactly the way that we have been saying you are yeah. treating us yeah. all the time that you deny and say I'm nobody nobody's racist. Racism isn't even a thing anymore. Right. Oops. <laughs> I just did something really fucking racist in public. How do I get out of this? Call the cops. <laughs> That's how it works. Someone call the slave catchers. Right. <laughs> get these niggas out of here. My nigga is not just it's dog catchers. It's not even yeah. slave catchers anymore. They treat us like dogs. Yeah. They like their dogs better than they like us. I've that been saying so this true. all the time. So That's true. why we, we we joke about like white people love their dogs. They let their dogs lick their faces and kiss yeah. them on the mouth and shit. That's they fun. love their dogs because their dogs never got off the leash. Mm, deep. <laughs> 
They, I'm not joking. I know you're not. It's why you threw up your hands. They love their fucking dogs because yeah. dogs never got off the leash. They treat us the same way. That's why they want to touch your motherfucking hair. Yeah. Look at your fucking luxurious coat of yeah. fur. Let me touch it. Let me. That's why you see a white person walk up to another white person. They like the white person's dog better than they like the other white people. So, of course, they like the <laughs> dog better than they like black folks because they like white people better than black folks. So, by the transit of property, of course, they like, they like dogs more than the black people. And they don't ever want to fucking admit that shit but it's true <laughs> and they're mad at us because we got off the motherfucking leash and they will always resent that shit they will always resent that and not only did we get off the leash but we're better for it and they're mad mm-hmm. that that we that because a lot of white people are like well these niggas they, they might be free but they'll come crawling back to the plantation soon they don't have no skills they can't read they don't know how to do anything the black person is inherently dumber than the white person and uh inherently not mm-hmm. at, more mm-hmm. enfeebled and yet you enslaved us in fucking hot ass fields yeah. for hundreds of years yeah. and we survived obviously we're just yeah. better in general yeah. at that shit so like what are you talking about they bred us like fucking dogs. Yeah. They fought us like fucking dogs. Yeah. They treat us like fucking dogs still. And that is what this is about. If a dog is barking too loud or if a dog comes into your fucking store or in your house and it's not supposed to be there, you call animal control. That's what the police are. They're animal control. These are some hot takes on the hot trash that is our system, yeah. our modern day system. Oh, <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> Oh, you got riled, but I feel you. I agree with you. We're in the studio. It's fucking free <laughs> rocket fuel in the front. <laughs> that shit is good. Though. I only had one cup, and I'm about to. I'm about to. Yeah, yeah you saw you that. <laughs> I just almost. I just almost like knocked over my coffee and the water, and yeah, whatever. Oh, <laughs> it's like we cannot mess up the studio equipment, man. Good thing I don't These normally white give you got so much money. Here. I don't. <laughs> If we if we break this studio, they will have it fixed in a week because they have so much money. Why are you whispering it like this is not going on air? Because they're well, you're right. okay. That's fair. I'm keeping all of this. I said this before. I think I've even said this on the air before. I'm taking all these people's money. Like look at look around us. We're hanging out with the, they let us in here. This, that was their problem. That's their fault. And I'm not going to steal it. They're going to give it to me right. willingly at right. the end of this process. Anyway, I'm cool as fuck, and so are you, and that's why we're here. Anyway, hi. Back to Unlearned. And Animal control. And I will just like also like to say that like this type of behavior is not only impacting black Americans. It's also impacting like this nasty white racism. It's impacting um, Africans. So... I read the story about this Nigerian woman who was like flying from Lagos to um, Ontario, Canada to enroll her children to school. Mm -hmm. So her first stop was in Houston. Oh, God. Yes. Yes. The exact place you were trying to avoid by sending your kids to college in Canada is Houston (laughs) fucking Texas. No shade to my family who lives in Houston. <laughs> well, I mean, I don't know no, why you do it. No shade to my family who lives in Houston either. I, I am, am okay. I'm not going into, it, but like my stepmom lives in Houston and she's like Sierra Leone, and I'm just girl. Fuck okay. Texas. I, I'm willing I, to say it. I'm sorry, AJ, one of my best friends who's from Texas. <laughs> fuck Texas. 
I am ashamed that I was born in Texas. Real talk. It's stuck on my passport forever. <laughs> so uh. shameful. Anyway, uh, that. <laughs> so she stopped in like Houston, and she has she's in business class because why she's a boss bitch. Yep. But like, okay, let's. Let's say if you have flown, I don't know how many people have flown from one far ass place to another far ass place. Mm -hmm. It is not, you don't normally like smell great after a long haul flight. Oh Christ, what what are you about to tell me? (laughs) When I flew to like Thailand, that was like a 16 hour flight and I was ripe. Yeah. I'm sitting in recircle air recirculated air in the same clothes and the same everything doesn't Without matter being that able to move wider than the width yes. of your shoulders like so, if, so look at where your arms are yes. put your arms up against your body like when you're in a plane yeah and now lift them up after after 16 yeah. hours what you think <laughs> it's gonna smell like so it's like okay people don't be people after a long haul flight don't always be the freshest Regardless, but I will say some of y'all during, niggas don't be the freshest after a one hour flight. I let me tell you, <laughs> some of y'all can't even get my, on the motherfucking train and, and stay fresh. Thank you. No, in my like every time I was like taking trains through Europe, like from like London and Paris to like Brussels to Amsterdam, I was always stuck by the mustiest Europeans I've ever smelled. These are two hour trips, they rolled in just rank i did not go to the conductor and say please take them off of the plane they're musty as fuck but this is what happened to this nigerian woman who first of all this white man he has audacity because he was sitting in her business class seat business class on a long-haul flight is expensive so she's like sir you're in my business class seat you need to roll up on out of here he refuses to move so she goes and tells the flight attendant, flight attendants are trash too. They just put her in a different business class seat. The, wow. Yeah. What? Yeah. Yeah. It gets worse. It gets <sighs> so much worse. So then the white man, he's like still of feeling all stanking in his feelings and shit. So he goes to the cockpit and was just like, you need to remove this woman because she is pug- she's pungent. Pungent. So she just got off of a fucking 14-hour flight. She's in business class and like you white man coming out of Houston have to sit near her, even though you stole her seat, first of all. Okay. So he gets her kicked off of the plane, her and her two children gets her kicked off the plane simply for being black. And she, and just like, oh my God. These motherfucking colonizers. Anyway. Yes. Okay. So can we start with fucking that? This motherfucker walked onto a plane, did not have a ticket, at least for this motherfucking seat that he's sitting in, let alone, he probably didn't have a fucking business class ticket at fucking all. And he walked into this motherfucking plane, this place of like, of, of horrible bullshit for literally everyone involved yes. even if you fly in first class yes. you got to endure a lot of fucking raw shit just to get on the goddamn plane in the first goddamn place to get to the motherfucking air if you okay <laughs> i don't know where y'all live but we live in chicago and there's two airports in this town but the big one o'hare mm-hmm. there's only one motherfucking way to get there mm-hmm. it is 
up 90 to 190. Even if you get on the train, the train goes on the fucking highway. Yeah. The subway goes on the highway to get to this fucking airport. There's only one motherfucking way to get there. And so if that if that train is delayed or if you if the highway is clogged up, you're fucked. So yeah. just getting to <laughs> the airport is enough, right? Yes. Is enough to deal with in a day. Getting on the plane, getting inside the airport and getting on the plane is enough to deal with in a day. It's hell for everybody. So for you to walk your white ass onto this plane, mm-hmm. look at a seat and go, that's mine. Right. And just take it. Because ain't nobody sitting in it, especially not another white person. Right. Nobody's sitting in it. It belongs to me. I'm taking it. Um, and, and anybody who wants to tell me about it can tell me about it. But then a black person walks up and says it is theirs. <laughs> no fucking way, bitch. Right. You are not going to be the one who stops me from doing this. Let's talk about that colonizer bullshit mm-hmm. before anything else. Like to not even think about the fact that like, hey, this other person whose seat you took had to go through the exact same process, process that your ass took to get on this plane. Mm-hmm. And I know that it fucking sucked. And think about how much worse it must be for them. So fu- they never think that way. They don't right, have right. to. They that have never had compassion. to think of another person's like day to get to the place where they're having this fucking conversation with your dumb ass any fucking way. So that let's start with that shit. Second, yeah, you took this thing. You fucking watched. You watched her walk up to you, show you that it is her seat. And then instead of just going like, well, I'll steal another fucking business class seat because clearly there were more seats open. Yeah. You fucking chose to push her out of her fucking seat that mm-hmm. she rightfully purchased. Fuck you. Just yeah. fuck you. Yeah. Stop existing. Like, I wish you would stop existing. <laughs> like, I'm going I'm to I'm be on my Michelle Wolf right now. I don't mm-hmm. want you to get hurt. I just want you to be stuck somewhere away from me forever. Yes. Yeah. Forever. And wherever <laughs> that is, I hope that it is not fun for you. <laughs> Like, I hope that you don't get to have a good time in that place ever. But I, I, even if you do, it's away from me. Yeah. So, so she's, like, pissed, annoyed. Her kids were, like, confused, crying. Yeah. They had to extend their stay in Canada because they missed the appointment because they could not get on their fucking flight. So all of this nonsense. So she's like um, suing United yeah, for God damages. damn right. So I can't wait until she wins this money uh-huh. and like United, you're on notice. You're already a shitty airline, so you're already, already on notice. Already lost my damn. I, United is the reason why I never check bags when I get on planes. I don't care if I'm going for a week or mm-hmm. a, well, I, I say or a month. Like I've ever gone on a trip <laughs> for a month. Please, have I ever flown anywhere to be there for a month before coming back home? No. Uh, <laughs> yeah, me either. But That's I don't all. care how long my trip is, whether it is one day or th- or seven days, which is much more accurate to yeah. my real life. <laughs> I'm not checking a bag. I'm bringing one carry on because I ain't letting these motherfuckers lose my shit ever again. Anyway. <laughs> sorry. I mean, no, that's that's solid. Um United, fuck you. Yeah, fuck you. And American <laughs> Airlines, fuck you too while we're at it. Yeah, Double definitely. fuck American. They yeah. are literally the racist airline. Yeah. If you are a MAGA hat wearing motherfucker, you know you can fly American. And of course, and of, <laughs> of course, course it's of course it's American okay. Airlines that is the most racist one. Of course. Thank you so much for being exactly <laughs> what you say you are. At least we know that. Fully on brand. <laughs> well, for a quick recap. Police are slave catchers slash dog catchers. Uh, Animal control. 
white people weaponize police patrols to quote unquote keep people in line since lynching is now frowned upon right um well now the cops just do it it's yeah now, it's oh official, yeah it's official you business can, you can just have a police officer shoot you and it doesn't even matter how old you are you could be 12 years old like tamir rice or you can be like 100 years old sitting on your porch drinking tea they can just have the cops come and shoot you and you it's could like be a prominent fully... professor at a university or a student yes. at the same motherfucking yes. university yes shout out to cornell <laughs> Wow, so Oh, I wasn't even we that right. wasn't even the one I was talking about. God damn. We- <laughs> this is ridiculous. This is ridiculous. That wasn't even the professor I was talking about. There's but you are right, and many. I forgot about that one. There's it just- happens so often we forget. Yeah. Because that's what they yeah. want. Yeah. They want to traumatize us so bad that it just becomes normal and it's never yeah. gonna be, and we're not gonna fucking stop talking about it. Well, this is America. <laughs> Man, we don't even have time to talk about. <laughs> oh my god, girl, that is. Oh, we should have done a whole podcast about that. Okay, okay, we will come back. We're gonna come back on that. We're gonna talk we about. We gotta this go. Is America. We actually rented a studio, so we yes, have to leave. We gotta at, get out of time. Yes. <laughs> uh, <laughs> so I have to shut up. Is what it boils down to. <laughs> Well, it's thank you so much for listening. Oof. Now it's time because we unleashed a lot. Yeah, girl. I do hope that you learned something. And unlearn some other things. Yes. And don't, if you're a white person, hold your fellow whites accountable. Don't let them call the police when people are, are literally not doing anything. One, that's a waste of resources. Yeah. A waste of tax dollars. God damn. They're, that's another thing. Oh, it's infuri- And like, the, the, why? It's, okay. Okay. Nope. We gotta nope. do the outro. I I gotta do this outro. We gotta do the outro, girl. Because, <laughs> okay. but yeah, you get it. We ain't. I, you, yeah, we got oh, a lot. Get it. You get it. We feel it, mm-hmm. man. Studio made us hype today. Yeah, it's the high seat. Ce- well, you have high ceilings in yeah. your place too. Anyway, <laughs> it's the wood paneling and the bricks yeah. <laughs> got yeah. us lit. Uh, it's this. It's these microphones with these headphones. <laughs> yeah, it's like. <laughs> It's like we can hear ourselves or yeah. you can hear how you sound in the thing. We're professionals. Um, we're prof- <laughs> we've been here before. We both have literally it. recorded so much stuff in, this, in the studio we've before. Definitely, we've definitely done this before, I promise. <laughs> All right. So you can like us on Facebook um, at Unlearn. You can follow us on Twitter at Unlearn underscore shy. Write to us at unlearnpodcast at gmail.com. Check out our website at unlearnpodcast.com. You can... Like our Instagram at Unlearned. I was just taking pictures. Yeah, we're we're adding. I added something to our Instagram. Our what? Up. I didn't even notice. It's I've been busy. Up. I'm sorry. I've been working <laughs> so much. Uh, anyway. And you can follow me on Instagram at Catherine J Best. I'm at Bill R Bullock because some jerk is still sitting on Bill Bullock. I think I might just switch. I might. Anyway. <laughs> You'll you'll hear about it if I do it. Okay. Why why would I announce something that I'm not even sure I'm going to do? <laughs> Thanks to James T. Green for our music and graphics. Uh, You can find us on your preferred podcast provider. Hit subscribe and rate our show. And speaking of which, someone did actually rate and review our show. And we like, shout out. Thank you. Oh, yeah. I was, uh, I've been, yeah, I've been soliciting people who (laughs) tell, not, I'm not trying to get fake reviews out here, but like, (laughs) if you are a friend of mine and you started listening, I don't even know. A bunch of my friends actually have been listening to the show and didn't tell me. And so I don't even know. But like, I was like, yeah, send a review. And one of my friends was like, hey, I reviewed your shit. And I was like, hey, look at you. And uh, yeah. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you, Bill's friend. 
Uh, <laughs> I don't even know, no, I don't even know if that was the same person. I'm just oh, saying. I'm just okay. saying. I haven't. I need to check them. I just want people to do it. Please review our show, review. even if it's even if it's like on, and honestly, like this is a two out of five. Yeah, it's not. You- <laughs> you're wrong. But if that's how you feel, write it down. I don't care. For real. Unlearn is a proud member of podcast in the Chicago. <laughs> Fuck. Yeah. <laughs> Unlearn is a proud member of Post Loudness in the Chicago Podcast Co-op. Thanks for listening. To- talk to you guys later. Bye. Bye. Post Loudness.